0: bus podcast
1: yo guys welcome back um to the banana bus podcast uh lovely this is gonna be quite a cool episode because my FOMO is real on this one and um it is just Henry and myself but Henry's been on a trip and they've just got back the FOMO is real um without spoiling it Henry just over to you man like what what do you do
0: Yeah, well, I think it's going to be quite a rare episode when I'll probably speak more than you for the first time ever. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, we literally just got back from Chicago, got back this morning. Um, I was meant to go to work, but all of our, like, we were stuck on the tarmac for like two hours and then our bags were delayed for ages. So I ended up kind of taking the day off because it's a bit criminal starting work at like 11. Um, But anyway, yeah, (laughs) we just came back and uh, it it was amazing. I don't really know where to start. Well, what,
1: what was it? Was it, because uh, obviously you just said, we just said that you'd just been to Chicago. What, what oh
0: yeah, I probably, probably should explain. Yeah, we played the, the last ICPR event of the season. So um, how it works is to have three majors and a shit ton of events in the middle. So I think this year there was like seven scheduled events. Um, wow. But all the points you get from the majors and obviously the majors are the big ones. So we played, it was... Called the Windy City Classic. So Badlands. So firstly, legendary papal Field. Jim was so happy to be there because like, obviously he loves Aftershock. Um and oh, was that every-
1: that's their home, isn't it? Yeah.
0: So wow, okay. le- literally legendary field where Woodsville has been played for years. Aftershock and playing out there since they've been a thing. Um, so that was just a bit of like a people tourism, people history. Um, but yeah, that was that was the general trip. Uh but there wasn't we didn't just get out to payball which was which was fun so we flew in on tuesday so I left tuesday morning got to america about tuesday afternoon cuz obviously, we'll see the the whole um time six, difference thing time zone 7 hours yeah, it's 6 hours and yeah six i've never been to chicago that. and obviously people call it Chirac. So it has <laughs> yeah. got has got has got a name to it it's and, got a reputation and that was sketchy but yeah we we flew into o'hare airport um got to so the site's about an hour away from Chicago. And obviously in America, you've got to drive everywhere. So that was yeah. fine. So we stayed, I think it was 20 minutes away from site. This place called Madison, which is interesting. It was just a, it was just so American because I'm actually from America. So I've got US parcel, which is really handy. Um and it was it was it was weird. It was like everything was massive and it was just all like massive restaurants and stuff. Like we went to Olive Garden the first night, and it was it was traumatic. So everyone was super jet lagged, and um, we we were just like, we was the place next to the hotel, so we we're like, we're gonna go there, need to get food, then we'll go to bed. And like, everyone was like, yeah, we're gonna order order starters, then order mains and stuff. And for all of you been to America, you probably know where it's gonna go. But the portion sizes are no, like, oh mate, are portion sizes are just big, next level. It's disgusting, and by now I'm so done with por- like big portion sizes. It's just. Horrible. So we bought like some starters. They have endless, endless breadsticks. <laughs> so we were grabbing the breadsticks, and then with the main, you'd get soup as well, which was rank. And then you'd get a main, Ooh. which was like. And then you get a massive pasta main, which was like two thousand calories.
1: <laughs> Jesus,
0: uh, horrible.
1: so unlimited breadsticks, starter, main, and soup.
0: Yeah. So that we got What's starters. Like a-
1: Four-course meal mm.
0: almost. Like, people didn't finish them. Like, I remember Joe was... Like, he wasn't feeling very well after the plane and, like, the food came and he just had to walk outside and get fresh air. And I don't think he touched his food, <laughs> was, like, at all. <laughs> That's like, I, had to do. I can
1: literally picture him right now just looking down and going, yep, nope. Oh. And we were Absolute so, like... Not.
0: We were so delirious as well because we have just been, like, super jet lag trying to stay up all day. Like, it was, everyone was just going crazy. Um, and actually, I forgot to say, so... We went to the airport, so I've never traveled with a kit. Have you have you ever traveled like no. on a plane?
1: What's this? Um yeah, come on, let's what's this like?
0: So that was scary. So before the trip, we were like kind of panicking. Jim was at my house, um, and we we're like trying to sort everything out and like it's actually got a bag of stuff that he's left behind. We we're like, <laughs> oh fuck, too much weight. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna bring this. Like, do I need this? Um, and it was like it was stress because When I went to France, at least that was like, there's no taking the regs off involved. There's no like flying involved bag checks realistically. It's just like you chuck it in the car and you go. So this was the next level of paypal packing. Um, But yeah, so that was funny, but we did it. and Anyway, everything went fine. Everything got through. Everything got to the airport. Everyone got through security. So that's pretty good. But then when we were going out, well, I was getting like, not interrogated, but I was talking to the Border Force guy. And uh, he was like, do you have any food with you? And I was like, yeah, I've got I've got some apples. Because I brought some apples with me. Um, just because so I had them at home, and I wanted to eat them on the plane. I didn't get a chance to. And I was like, I thought it was really innocent. And I was like, I've got some apples. And he was like, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then I thought nothing of it. And they give you a, like a Border Force card, like a customs right, card, because they're really big in the customs. And we go out, and you kind of have to give in the card, and they check it, and then basically just let everyone out. So I'm, I'm going first. And I give him my card and she's like, yep, you need to go down there to get your bag scanned and stuff. And I was like, oh shit. Um, And then it was really awkward because all our bags were on the trolleys at this point. So I had to fish them out and she was getting really pissed off. She's like, what are (laughs) you doing? Where's your bag? I was like, I'm getting it. She's like, can you get it quicker? Whatever. (laughs) Um, So whatever, left all the boys to go like through the airport. So they all survived. They made it. They completed the first level. Um, And then I went to the back to this TSA bit, bunch of police officers with guns, obviously, um, and they were checking a bunch of random bags and they just sent me to the front and like you can do yours first. I was like, brilliant. And then I was like, I've got apples, and then like you can't bring them. I was like, kind of stupid, you because the whole disease control thing. So the apples get binned, but then my actual bag, my kit bag, goes through the scanner and um like it stops. And the woman behind it is like looking at it and she's like, fuck it. She's like bringing people over, like pointing at some bag. I was like, look, I can explain. I think I know what you've seen. It's not an actual gun. Um <laughs> And you kept calling people over and this guy came over and thank fuck he he knew what he obviously knew what paintball was and he was like oh yeah that's a paintball marker it's the the harper is there the, the tank's there but they still had to check it and stuff and I was still worried I was gonna get um so they had to take it out of the bag, um, looked at it and the guy was like that's fine. And but that was a bit of a heart stopping moment.
1: I was literally about <laughs> to say this like how so did everyone else's go through okay?
0: Oh yeah, everyone else is fine, literally no issues.
1: So it was just yours because I'm a little bit worried. I was, I, you know, I, you know, when you have those random thoughts when you're in the shower, I was mm. having one last night. I was thinking, what if I buy a marker when I'm out in uh, uh, like Cup? Like, are they gonna, like, where the hell do you put that? Do you just put it in your main luggage and then hope that it doesn't get pulled up?
0: Like, yeah. Like, how it's, it's such a weird thought, isn't it? Because it's like, it is a marker, obviously. Yeah. When you're at the airport, we'll say market. Don't, don't say the G word. No, um, no, no, no. But like, it's scary because you think it's like it's a bit criminal. Like I don't know, it something doesn't feel right. And then
1: but I also don't know when because usually just load your bag onto like a conveyor belt and they just put a, like a tag around it and it goes through. Do they check it there or do they
0: like how would just they get scanned?
1: How would they know it's your bag and? Yeah, I'm really confused about it, but I was like, "Mm, what happens if I buy a marker when I'm in the States? Uh, Will it get crushed? (laughs) Because I've had my eye on one of those uh, lovely Project... Is it Project G's?
0: Oh, yeah, they they look sick.
1: CS3's? Maybe the Jade.
0: Mm, Oh, wow. You're going big purchases. Um, But, yeah, it's scary. You just worry. Also, they can do you for custom stuff depending on the value. So let's say... Hypothetical situation. Someone was to bring back five markers from the US and they find out you can get custom like taxed on those. Yeah. And obviously you're not meant to bring a certain amount of value back into the country without declaring it. Obviously for tax reasons. Um so yeah, that's probably one to look out for. I think it's not that much money. I remember back in the parents saying it was like a grand, but that was years ago. A a project G project G gun is gonna be more than that. (laughs)
1: Well what if I was just to put it in a box and sort of just leave the other side of the box. Like maybe I could make it look like I brought it with me.
0: Yeah. If you make it look used, that's quite good. If it's got a bit of dirt on it, then it's like it's not a new thing traveling back and forth. <laughs> it's like when you um when you're in school and you did the um the old
1: script writing and you had to screw it up and put it in mud and stuff like that to make it look um I just sort of like walk around cup and just be like, right, here's my Jade uh, Project G CS3. I Rub that through some dirt. dirt. Wait, so <laughs> what is this Jade version?
0: It. What's this? What is it? It's just like a green. Oh, is it? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like a British yeah, racing green or just general green?
1: Very similar. Um, I'll actually pull a picture up for you. Obviously, the people of the who are listening to this will not be able to...
0: Probably listening in the car. Please don't go on your phone. Cause an accident.
1: Be a man, do it. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Um, there's not really. Ah, uh, uh they got the LV. Oh, they haven't really got pictures of it.
0: I did see some out there. They were make frame ones. So they looked it. sick. It's just, oh no, I really like that one. That's a really nice color. It's, it's a, like really, a, nice a really
1: nice green. Yeah. Um, they've done the LV2 the same. oh there's the LV2 actually. Um, that's a bit of a,
0: oh yeah, yeah, that's a cool color. And it'd just be cool well.
1: i i don't think i'll be able to get one just because i would imagine they've all sold but um it'd be cool if i could
0: i'm sure you make a lot of purchases to be honest their, their regulators
1: um, look really cool as well that like they've got so
0: really oh my mm. god so much kit i know um,
1: talk to us about after how was uh walking up to icpl and stuff like that what was it like well getting there. Getting well the we we've, we've only got as far as the airport so far.
0: Oh yeah, there's it, there's too much content. I don't think we we'll we talk about it but we we're saying there's just so much like so much happened in one trip like cuz it was such a big group of us, such a good group of us like it was oh, it was so fun. But yeah, I'll skip past it but yeah, we went out of Chicago one night which was really fun Went some Irish bar, went to this really authentic Pete's place with these two fight club boys. Um that that will come in handy later. Um so they were very accommodating. Uh, they didn't yeah. like to drink. I was slamming down margaritas like there's no tomorrow. Um, <laughs> it was so good. You
1: didn't pull the condom trick out, did you?
0: Oh, I did. I did. That was Saturday oh, night. Oh, no. But we'll get, we'll get back to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we on Wednesday night, when we did go in Chicago, but Wednesday in the morning, we were like, we should just go to the field. So we did like a preliminary field walking then, which is handy because it's four new fields. So the format is we only played eight games, which is not very much, but you play two games on on each field so it was a snake field which was a hyper field which was really small like a CPBS side field with tiny bunkers that was really cool the classic badland zipper field which is iconic obviously not that big as well the mayhem one is pretty large consider- compared to these which was really? interesting yeah and obviously america's like bigger is better but like the bunkers are pretty small the fields weren't that big but i think that made it really fun to play yeah. um and then you had a field, wild. That was huge. Um, but about about the same bunkers as CBPS, just with two of these burgers and then a pyramid. And then it was just the same bunkers. <laughs> so everything yeah. was really, really spread out, which also made it quite fun to play. Like, you know, when we played the skirmish one. It yes. was carnage. Like the zipper in the middle was was huge, like the huge bunkers. But when you play the zipper on the high it's tiny bunkers, like you're on the floor. And then the supper area is just like, there's just not very many bunkers.
1: It looked very open. Um, But they looked like there was quite a good few moves that you could probably do, like crawling sort of thing. But I, I didn't see many people... Obviously, unfortunately, the live stream only showed
0: mm. the woods, I think. Yeah, it did. Um,
1: so you didn't really get to see this up there, but from the videos I was watching, not many people played that pyramid.
0: No, it was hard to get to. Actually, Ollie tried was to get it? to it in one of our games, and um he got a really harsh penalty, so he did get shot, and then he was trying to stop... Um, and then you got a penalty for running too far.
1: Oh, you actually get penalties for that?
0: Yeah. Which Jesus. was tough. Um, but yeah, that was a good field. But that thing is a lot of... Like, compared to when we play ECPL, like a one day is one field and two days, two fields. So you play a lot of games on two fields. So, like, getting the experience of that was really good. But also the learning curve. So, like, yep. first game in would be... All we would have done is walked it. And we, we did walk the shit out of the fields. It was wednesday preliminary getting the feel for the fields think about that on wednesday night which was difficult um and then thursday was all day field walking like all day that was that was hardcore there was a lot to take in a lot to discuss but we handled it well but that was something that was really interesting because for some of the like the older guys in the team so um alan and billy who came from rushes yep um, with us which was really good And Jake, like, they're obviously quite used to, when they used to play these events, like, they'd have eight fields they'd walk some events.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's
0: a lot. And, uh, like, it was good to have that experience of how they did it. They used to do it because, like, you got to be quite concise. You can't really overthink things. And it's also recognising what bunkers are the best bunkers as well. But the issue of that is we were kind of thinking about this in our own, like, bubble. And the Americans were playing these fields for ages. They barely, barely changed. Apart from the sub-air new. That yeah. was more straightforward, but the zipper field's been the same for years. The snake field's been the same for twenty years. The woodsball field's basically the same with some new bunkers, and like the Americans, they they know these fields, they know what the strong end is, and we didn't basically, um, which was tough. But where we're going, this, but yeah, lots of fields, um, but yeah. So I'm trying to think, I've got everything for that. Oh, and the vent, so. This is the good bit. So, so much kit. So, like, I think World Cup and stuff, obviously there's going to be so many more vendors, but there was still a decent amount of vendors there. So Inception, one of our sponsors, Simon, he really helped us out. So we pitched up behind him. He gave us massive tents, tables, garden chairs and stuff. So we had a really good pit spot. And because you had to pay for the tents. Oh, really? Yeah, you had to pay for the, like, the main tents. They had, like, 25, like, tents you bring with, like, they bring and set up. Like, you know, the normal NXL pits. Yes. You know, there's white tents um, so he had to pay like $300 for one of those and um, yeah but they actually ended up offering one of those to us but Simon offered us to basically stick with him so we were like we want to be of our sponsor and he helped us out a lot so that was and we could help him out as well but well, like, yeah. it was really funny so like they all bring their own tents and like they've all got massive pickup trucks and shit so <laughs> they're bringing like their own freight it's like a Formula 1 race you got like Golden State Chess Clubs like freight of like tent tables, like paintball kit in these pickup trucks and stuff. And like people are coming far to do it. Um, but luckily, Simon had it. Simon had this massive RV, like biggest thing we've ever seen with a trailer on the back. So he had all this stuff for us, which is perfect. Um, but yeah, the vendors loads of kit. You would have loved the kit, Luke. So much JT yeah. stuff. I was saying there was this $20 clearance bin that AC were doing. And uh, there was like trousers in there, like straps, like shirts, everything, all twenty dollars. So the boys got some pretty good deals from just going through that.
1: I, I've already said I'm. I'm. You guys are going to have to show me the stash. I'm going to raid you guys, and if you deny me that, I will slap backs and necks.
0: Yeah, I mean we have got. You know, it's just so much kit. I'm yeah, sure you. <laughs> Should be able to look at it? I know we got a lot of fight club stuff. Um, yeah. so I said we went out to the fight club boys and they were so accommodating, they were so nice to us. They're just trying to give us loads of shit. So loads of a bunch of straps. Ollie traded his jerseys for two fight club jerseys, which he loves. You'll oh, see man. him, he'll be maning those jerseys for like the rest yeah, of the life Yeah,
1: that'd just be as pure training jerseys now, won't it? Yeah,
0: because he got on one of the guys, like they're pretty, they're pretty big drinkers. So he was when we were at dinner right, with them okay. He was there at their end table, just obviously dropping Ollie Riz, Ollie drinking Riz. Um <laughs> Which was really funny. So he organised that. Um, But yeah, but it was really funny because obviously everyone brought spare jerseys. So I brought two extra jerseys and like I already had a trade set up before I went there, but everyone else was like, kind of like being like, we need to trade stuff. We need to like network and like talk to people about them. And luckily I think everyone got rid of the jerseys they wanted to. Everyone was really keen to get our jerseys, which is nice.
1: That's so cool. Because the jerseys looked sick. I was like watching and um, I think there was a video... Oh, it was the Inception. Um, they done live stream. Yes, I watched that. And I was like, oh, those jerseys look fucking cool. Like, they really really fitted the sort of the aesthetics of the field. If You know Mm. what I mean? And like the whole ECPL, uh, ICPL, sorry. Um, Like when you think about classic paintball, the instant colours that I think of is like dark green and stuff like that, like the whole... Camoe but not camoe sort of mm. vibe. Um, and that's what those jerseys just kind of resembled was like that. Oh, it's so cool. Like watching yeah. you guys there. I was like, I'm gutted, I'm not there. I'm really fucking gutted.
0: I know the FOMO, I I just don't think I would be able to live myself. I income wait wait
1: Mate, mate, I was literally <laughs> sat at work and I was there like, these motherfuckers, <laughs> these motherfuckers are actually out there, <laughs> and I'm not. And it's, like, two events now that I've missed, which is NXL, Parry, and the Chicago, or Chirac.
0: Chirac, yeah. Uh, Chirac, Chirac
1: special. Um, ICPI there
0: like... No, well, you know no. for next year now. At least you can financially prepare yourself for next year. Oh, mate. it's you, You've got to do it. It's just... It's so...
1: I I so, want so to fun. go out. I want to play it. Especially against, like, your first game against All-Americans. Like, yeah. Who, we would never play those kind of guys
0: like that's the standard of teams was amazing. And like, so I don't know, what I said we, we lost all our games, which was um, but like the amount of learning we did through these games was just immense. And like, it was such a good experience. And oh my god, the intensity of every game is like nothing. So, like, intense games for me be like maybe a quarterfinals game at seeps, like EPL, like the big games we play, the big teams, yeah. like those are intense. This was like another level you're like everyone's fucking laser focused (laughs) and i I remember like there'll be some parts of the games that i'll never forget so we played cat factory on saturday and like the start of that game four bodies up we got four bodies basically off the break and with fills and everyone was like you could see it everyone was like fuck like this is this is happening and the americans they make no mistakes especially in 10 man like it's one it's one point but like they're not willing to make any mistakes and that was the difference I think that we kind of adjusted from Friday, like start of Friday. Like there's no unnecessary gunfights. There's no nibbles, basically. Like these yeah. guys will get to a spot and if anything, they'll sit there for 30 seconds, soak up the paint. Cause they know like you're in a, you get to a key spot. A lot of people are going to start shooting that way. Right. Yeah, And they, they do not risk losing the body. They're like, they know their role and they, just how the game develops and the time management. Also mental. Like a lot of the games that like, we were doing, like they were going to pretty long time, especially for ECPL Figures like we would win games pretty quickly. I'm obviously the quickest in the last season. Um, but what can yeah, say? what can we say? Um, but yeah, like they manage they manage the clock so well, and like they'll they'll start grinding you down, and then when it comes to 10 minutes, it all starts kicking off and they'll finish the game with all this time. Um, sorry, I'm completely rambling on. No, it's fine, it's fine. So much content. But we played cap, and that was this biblical game. This was Saturday morning, second on the state field. And um, we were, so we were bodies up and we got a fucking couple penalties from the middle from like unobvious hits. That was annoying, but like it was a raw game and it was going, I think it was about 10 minutes and um, we were me, Joe and Ollie all holding a cross. So they were holding the snake side cross because the guy was in the snake one next to me and I was in the corner and I was holding the which is dave baines people probably see this video so i was (laughs) baines and i was really committed on it like i was just trying to gunfight enough and like back off when i needed to and kind of get back to it when i needed to and he was really putting me in um the video is a bit suspect but whatever it's 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 lawless out there yeah the last time before he runs he's putting me in really good and i had to back off like a lot more and then that's when he starts running and like I was kind of stressing, so I didn't get many shots on him, if any. I think I got like one shot. I'm going to have to look at my camera, like one really minor shot. So he ran through the fucking bunker, those two, and then at the end I fucking rinsed him at the end. Um, and then I get shot by whoever's behind him, like when I come out next, which is really annoying. But like that game, we lost by a margin against Cap Factory. Yeah,
1: that, that's insane, man. Stacked like, roster. The the fact that you're just playing against like the Beast mm. is insane. Oh. My light just went off. No power Um, cut. (laughs) No, not quite. It's just um, there we go. Technical difficulties. Mm -hmm. Um, that's that's insane. Like, I think the only time I've ever met him was Basildon. Yeah. Um, and I've never seen him play. Or like I have watching the Impact series, but like, oh man, like I'd I next year. I'm just going to put my money where my mouth is and I'm coming
0: out. You, you're coming. You got to come. And um, like, it, it's just so amazing playing with these guys. Like the people you, like when I started Payball and I started, because I kind of got into Payball by obviously a birthday party when you watch shit tonne of videos. Yes. And you're watching these guys on YouTube and stuff. And then like this event, we fucking played some of them. Yeah. And that was, that was crazy. Because like, especially with 10 man, like it's a lot of legends the game. So the rules were for pro because they changed it after the first season because basically you only have three pro players ranked pro, pro players and the rest right, is okay. open. So you have your three American pros and basically all the good teams would be stacked at three pros. And then you have like a lot of semi-pro guys, the Woods guys, old pros and stuff. And Cap was the three pros, current pros, the rest old pros, like top level old pros. Who who
1: were the three current pros?
0: Um, Thomas Mantoni, Harrison okay. Fry. Yep. And I can't remember the other one, but I had, it, it's all, obviously it's all on PB leagues, which is nice because you stalk all the teams before you play them. Um, <laughs> oh, it was someone else pretty major not Goldman. Goldman has played for him before. No, nah, he has played for them, but um, you know, what, I'm going to check, so please can you just fill the time. <laughs> um, I mean, but, like, yeah,
1: it's just insane. Like that video of you you just tearing Bainesy apart after, I was there like...
0: I did that. I mean, I did kind of fumble it. Well, i did fucking shoot the shit into him so i'm pretty happy myself <laughs> um, but
1: was everyone like really sound after the game though like or did everyone just yeah sort
0: of... so this is also okay uh ryan brand harrison thomas mantoni blake Yarber.
1: oh okay yeah,
0: yeah. okay Back. um so this blake is the Yarber best is bit beast about this as well man he's really good um but the best about best bit about this is you can give so much shit because obviously when you're all behind the dead box, like what are they going to do? Like you can't get any extra penalties. So, but they give a lot of shit as well. So I think on Friday, everything's pretty calm. We gave the Amada guys a lot of shit because we kind of felt like we got a bit, not robbed, but things did not go away and we should have won that game. They were, we were better than them, Um, which is really annoying. But yeah, the Misfits game, which was the game, First game was Saturday. Um, that was a fucking raw game. We got a penalty, they got a penalty. And then one of the guys, fat old guys, there's only like three of them left because they just clean up, whatever. And he's got all the shit as barrel. And he's like, You he points at Joe and he's like, You are completely hit, bro. Bro, you were here and you did not come out. And everyone behind the gate, all oh, I wish I had a video just giving him loads of shit. Like fucking loads of shit. And it's amazing. So, like they can't do anything about it. Cause the game's over. And you're like, Oh, look at your barrel, you fucking dickhead, whatever. Like loads of shit. And people behind the people behind the ne- that were watching because we were on the spectator side they were yeah. giving this guy loads of shit as well I think one of the All-Americans um, or someone one of the teams he was like um, he was like is that what you guys would call a cunt <laughs> the back of the net and like <laughs> oh it was wild and it was the same after the cap game so it looked sus because Dave was covered in hits by the time the light got off again yeah, he was covered in hits by the end of the game obviously because I fucking rinsed him and everyone was giving him shit he's like you fucking cheat how'd you get whatever like kind of like talking to the refs about it. And then Ollie goes, when he's next to Dave you he's like, oh, refs, empty your pockets. (laughs) Like to all the refs, and they kind of loved it. And like, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's all in good sport, but like it's, the trash talking was really fun. That was another level. But then like a lot, a lot of people, they have PB Fit versus Image, and they, someone was saying they were squaring up after one of the games. There's a couple of those like sort of things. What? Like people get salty. Was, um, Mm. was, uh,
1: is it, I can't remember his name colt colt yeah was he there yeah
0: he was he's sick man he's yeah. really good like <laughs> so you get people to, chat to him huh i chatted to Vix. so i obviously like went to their booth to grab these socks so i chatted to him a bit. He, he was pretty chill um but he's a he's sick yeah. I had, so when it was the, they do five man on thursday like open yeah. five man so i was like watching i was basically just watching him because i was like people say he's awesome obviously he gets his mvp awards um and like he plays very charismatically as well um but like his awareness of the game is lane control like he's sick and then he he, he's usually the one to punk people out at the end of the game he understands the game like that he'll recognize such good timing as well yeah it's like timing awareness and he he understands to get out of that and next thing you know he's fucking going over to this person fucking clapping them in the head um sounds good to watch um it looks so lawless mm, man it's so good it is i I think ant was trying to do a we played adrenaline who came top three um but he was on the sub-airfield. He was trying to do a Mexican standoff with the guy, and the guy pulled out. And because the paint, how we not got to this? The paint was the best ever shot. Never been to an event where there's no complaint about paint. And like, it's so straight. It's so fragile. So we had shots. Alan sub-airfield, he was at the end, literally got like tipped in the back of the shoulder. Like you could see it was tiny. And he thought it was a bounce. And this is from end to end. I think Jason Trojan had said it was 250 feet and it breaks on him from 250 feet, leaves a massive mark. And he was like, what the fuck? He was like, I barely felt that. And when you get shot as well, it's really soft. I think compared to when you play in the UK, especially like winter training paint, it's so soft. Like you can get rinsed and you can barely feel it. That's so cool. It's like playing Nerf. It's literally (laughs) like like playing Nerf, man. (laughs) Probably Gel Blaster, Gel Blaster (laughs) Simulator. Gel
1: Blaster Simulator. But yeah.
0: But I think that's also a reason people to come across. Like, if you want to shoot the best paint, like America's obviously it's it's on the continent that GI is made, and it's it's ridiculous. I've never shot anything like it,
1: mate. I'm I'm putting my money now. That's it. I've saved. Mm -hmm. I've got a little pot. It's it's called Shirek funds. Um, Shirek
0: next year. ICPL undisclosed events. And I'm coming. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm gonna pay my little pants off. You'll get to see it World Cup, though. Try and shoot some some of the paint at World Cup, and you'll you'll see it. I,
1: I want to try and make some connections. Uh, I'm trying mm. at the moment. I'm trying to find out how I can get VIP for the for really, the- yeah, yeah. Because I was like, oh, I'll buy some VIP tickets because obviously it's the grandstands mm. and the VIP is undercover. And I think you get like, what is going on with my life? <laughs> um, oh, it's like a
0: bar, isn't it? It's like a bar on the fifty. Yeah, so oh, I that's was like, kind of cool
1: okay I'll do that because it's going to be really hot and humid
0: yeah um, and you're going to want to drink yeah You've got to keep exactly Charlotte right. entertained as well so exactly right uh,
1: yeah. to be honest Charlotte will probably get involved more than I will <laughs> I, I don't know maybe not but she, she said she like, she can't wait to watch some of the pros play
0: no oh, um, nice.
1: I'm going to be like sweating it like I'm going to have a right hard on all mm-hmm. all that weekend of just pure paintball um it's cool because there's a lot of other, there's a lot of the British guys going as well, so that's quite cool. So there's a lot,
0: actually, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, there's quite there is um so rushers are going. I know Josh talks to Josh Tappen, and they're going. Um obviously 15s are going. Yep. And who who else is going? Do you know?
1: Uh Twiz is going, I believe mm-hmm. Leon and Kate are going over. Oh nice. Um I think Shelley is. There's a lot of um, there's
0: three of the WNX elite, the women's Europe yeah so over. there's
1: Drakana, karma and belladonna they're going over um so yeah there's there's like there's quite a lot of teams going over and a lot of like just spectators i think as well so yeah. i was like looking on the nxl website and i was like right they've got to have like a vip
0: the amount of, i look i looked this morning the amount of teams in div 3 div 4 i okay i don't want to get i don't want to say the number but i I think div three's but 40 teams at the minute, and I'm pretty sure Div 4 was 60 teams. What? What for cup? Yeah. That's insane. How how fucking sick is that?
1: That's insane. Oh
0: mate. I can't wait. We we
1: need to travel. We need to travel and play. Okay, div4. 66 teams. What? (laughs) Div three.
0: 42 teams.
1: They're gonna be there for the mate, they're still gonna be playing prelims on the Sunday.
0: But and then the finals will be like they're like a 32 knockout, basically. I
1: don't That's know what the schedule
0: an... is, but I swear they do act like it's it's fucking jokes.
1: That's insane. Mate, we we need to we need to travel and play, man. We need yeah. to travel and play. But I
0: think a lot of people are doing it this year, like obviously bias kind of from like this month for me, I've gone playing in france and america in one month which is pretty mental yeah that's crazy um, and people are doing it now people a lot of like english teams like they, they want to travel they want to they want to do it i mean it's it's such a good thing for people it's just such a good like experience
1: this is uh something that i've been thinking about um a little bit it sounds really nerdy when i have these little thoughts it's just random little thoughts and like Thurm have been traveling for a, a little while like they've been playing nxl for many years now but they, they were kind of the only ones that were doing it. I think 15s did it, but not in pro. They were doing it semi-pro, I think.
0: Yeah, because just for COVID, they earned they earned their pro spot.
1: Yeah. And you then obviously all the shit of the COVID obviously happened, and then everyone was kind of just playing local league, which is fine. Grows the UK paintball, um, which is brilliant. It's, it's freaking light, man. It's going to go out the window. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to do this in the dark. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is exactly what you want, really, isn't it? We want to grow the local um community and the local player base to get to back to a good size where we're we've got constant teams coming back and stuff like that. But it took like I think we all knew Firm were gonna go back out and play Europe. That that was that was a given. But firm aren't as loud on social media as fifteens. So I think when the 15s started doing it, and then the 15s obviously um they what do they get? They got like their home home crowd in front of home crowd, they got Mm. second last year. Um and I think it took them, and then obviously we had attrition and thermal going out. So we had three teams to back in the pro division for an XL. And I think that really pushed a lot of players to go, well, why aren't we doing that? Mm. Like, and I think that's the next move for a lot of players. Is it's like, don't get me wrong, it's great playing at CPPS. It's great playing these local, local tournaments. But I think what we find is it gets a bit stagnant because, um, you like look at the Portuguese, for example, that have come into CPPS this year. They've done amazingly. Now, did we think when they first come in? Did we think are oh, they going to be good nobody who knows? knows who knows but because we don't see them train or anything like that they kind of surprise us near enough every round so i think because we see we see each other and we all we all train at one field you
0: do know that's something i think but i've discovered well i not discovered it. i didn't do it do it first but i found out for myself is like you know how the uk teams plays i've been yeah in the scene long enough not even that long but like I can kind of read a team quite easily being like I know what this player does I know what this team sort of like vibe is and when you go abroad it's new you don't have that and you've got to play paintball like on the fly you've got to be like really open to to like how to do it and um a classic quote from Julius Caesar first casualty of the war is the plan and that's so big when you play international (laughs) because like fuck knows what they're going to do on the other side um
1: well, exactly. but yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a game of chess, isn't it, at the end of the day? But um, you don't know, because I'm not saying, like, I know, Um, for example, say, Greeny. Yeah, we know Greeny's an aggressive snake player. He mm. gets into the snake. He gets himself down. If he's unopposed, then he's going to be on your side of the field, right? We know that. I'm not saying we can stop him doing that. What I'm saying is we know that's going to happen. Like... Mm. You go on on. Apart from the pros, which we get to see play NXL, so you kind of know how they're going to play. But like, if you walked on the field with like someone like say J. Rab, you wouldn't have a freaking Scooby Doo what the guy's going to do. Yeah. (laughs) Like, is he going to go bag side? Is he going to go snake side? Is he going to come up middle? Is he just going to sit in the back? Like, you don't know. Um, and I think that's kind of the that's the nice thing about playing, um like overseas or Europe or anything like that is it
0: just lets you play paintball. Hmm. And it's good to bring all this like learning back as well. It'd be good for like the teams that it's obviously sabotage. They went to, they went to Paris and they, they would have learned a lot going out there and like for their team, that would be, it's huge. It's big for any team. And like, yeah, especially when you can do it with like your group makes it, makes it amazing. But yeah, I think it's only a good thing for, Painful in general and obviously painful here that people are going out and having these experiences and having like the fun with teammates and stuff. Exactly right, mate. Like it's... the social side of it was ah, oh, was amazing. Met loads of people. All the Americans are really hospitable. And it's like they're quite I think they apparently they can be quite two faced to each other, but like to us, so we came in with a new team, like they were really nice to us. and so really we had people that we had like some connections with. So Steve, Steve like, played for plays with Tigers in the US and he plays for his team GG Factory. But so we knew him and he helped us a lot with like trying to source pots and like kind of the know-how, like how, how it all runs and stuff. That was really handy. And like, they're just a lot more hospitable. I think I've come by a lot of people that I've had like good, like connections with and like being able to talk and like being able to help each other out. So this guy, this chess club guy that I bought his jersey off for a while ago, like he gave me so much stuff. I got this amazing freak XL tip that he gave me. I traded jerseys, so we traded a bunch of stuff. Um, it's really nice. They're really good with the trades and the kit and stuff don't know if that's more of an ICPL thing, but I think that's something I'm going to try and start doing, grabbing more jerseys and having like the jerseys that have a memory attached to it rather than just like some nice pro jerseys, which I think I'm going to sell now. So, um, (laughs) but yeah, but also like the teams, like there are a lot of rivalries in the UK and people don't want to see each other do well. And like, I know people are going to look at what we did in Chicago and give us loads of shit. People already have given me some shit. For, like, how we did and stuff, but like, you cannot take that away from us that like what we did, um, how we've learned and how, like, good these games were and intense and competitive they were. Um, but yeah, hopefully, it's something the UK can kind of get better at. It's like kind of being a bit more collaborative. And that's what they said yeah. happened back in the day as well with like when there was like shock, Tigers and other teams, like, they wouldn't train against each other. These three pro teams, they wouldn't train each other to train against their second teams or rarely training each other because they don't want the other ones to be better than them.
1: Yeah, see, I I think like I agree and I don't agree at the same time. I can understand when it comes to not giving a, yourself away of what you're gonna do on that field, then fine. But it's it's kind of weird, isn't it? Because like we were saying, um, with Greeny, we know like say this field, it's it's a ladder snake. We know he's gonna wanna go to the snake. We can shoot that lane, but he could probably go through that lane we haven't stopped him he's still done exactly what we've predicted him to do but we haven't been able to stop him so there's not that many bunkers on the field that you're not going to be going to like oh okay well uh it's a heavy bag side well they're gonna push the bags like we know he's gonna go bag three every time but we might not actually be able to stop him and we might have to try and find different ways of stopping him um so, just by showing your hand doesn't mean that the other team's going to be able to beat you.
0: Mm. And you've got to have like multiple game plans anyway, like diversify. You know, well, but um, yeah, and that was like... really interesting, actually. So, the Woodsfield been played for 20 plus years, whatever. And in the finals, so I think it was Image and well, obviously how the finals works, it's getting to Sunday is really difficult, really, really hard. <laughs> and like in a semi final, you play three teams, play each other once, like a round robin, and then the top. Oh, three right. Okay. So, in the finals, I think it was Image, Annihilators, which had a couple, which had like Connor Kelly play for them, a couple of other pros and um, Adrenaline. So we played Image and, uh, and Adrenaline. They're both in the finals. So but that was really good for our learning. But um, when it was an Image and annihilators final, right? so the whole like meta, as you probably saw on Go Sports, was like the near side was like where a lot of the action was happening, pushing us lots of key bunkers, whatever. Yeah. And like when it came to the finals, it was so interesting. Both teams had the same idea and they were like, we're going to put that on the hold side and come straight up the middle. Yeah, they had, a, they had a finals game plan, so they they were good enough to play the meta and win. And then when it came to the finals, even though Image was still ahead, they came with something new and different. And especially when you only have one point to win, it's risky. Like when you no, but you cut you come to it, and a surprise can be a, like a surprise can help you win. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, think...
1: that, it's that risk and reward, isn't it? Like we're going to mm-hmm. play this; it might not work but it might work
0: yeah but he's got like that's it you know it's like a count. you just it's a counter punch straight away which is because what's the point of doing the meta? like if you're there to win a tournament what's the point of doing the meta and all these teams are so competitive and so good like if you play the meta like you, you might not know who's going to win if you're quite equally um, it's exactly, equally exactly matched
1: so it's it's oh mate i bet you boys learned so much
0: yeah, I'm not going to say too much. <laughs> the teams that don't like us, I don't want to, don't want to give them too much information. <laughs> but.
1: but no, I'm I'm gutted um, that I couldn't get out there. Um, but next year, I'm a hundred percent. Yeah. So, Craig, you if come. you're listening, put my name down for Chirac.
0: Yeah. But I think it's worth. Like, if you can do it, it's worth it. And yeah, it was, it was amazing. And then obviously the trades. Our jerseys are getting out there. My my one of my jerseys is getting hung up at you know AAF, so it's Aerosol factory, it's the field. So yeah. every time they trade a jersey, they hang the jersey up at their field. So my jerseys get hung cool. up at their field. And then I also got obviously the chess club on because I know Alex is really nice. Um so yeah, jerseys are getting out there, and then we've got a bunch of Image jerseys. Jim, our oh, best day of his life, met Carl Makowski. who's like one of yeah. his favorite table players. And he's got oh mate, Karl really Carl's really, really nice. So i spoke to him for a bit, but obviously Jim spoke to him for a while. And he was really nice. He was really happy to support the gym and stuff, and like gave him a bunch of free stuff. Like they traded for a brimstone Smoke jersey, which is sick. Yeah. Man. Um. And yeah, it was it was it was just really nice. And uh, a lot of them were actually a lot of them really they were happy to see us there, even though like we came and lost. Like they're really happy to see us there, and I think I hope to think a lot of them want us to want us to come back. And I I really want to come back now. I think now I've got a taste of what it's like.
1: That, that's the problem. Once you get that taste and it's a sweet taste, that's it. You you can't yeah. let it go.
0: It's just paintball addiction. addiction. Yeah. It is. It, I addiction. keep getting deep in the hole every year and next year is going <laughs> to be deep in the hole, I reckon.
1: You're, you're going to be going to your boss like like, uh, I need a pay rise. Why yeah, do you need I, a pay rise? Uh, I'm <laughs> going down this really deep rabbit hole in paintball. I keep oh. travelling. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was mental, but <laughs> I don't know, man. Pretty deep episode,
1: yeah, mate. Um, like I said, I was buzzing to watch you boys, it was really cool to see you all out there. Um, again, gutted I wasn't there, but it was cool watching.
0: Yeah, it's annoying because it's annoying the ghost sports was on the woods. I think a lot of people thought this, especially oh, the Americans. Yeah. They were like, I think what what said, I think a lot of the older guys wanted it to be woods, like that's to be shown. I mean, it is unique, which is one reason. Um, but like they want to be shown, but I think a lot of the audience would have rather it played on one of the high pool fields, like the Zipper, because that meant the whole of Sunday for Pro was on the woods, which is a bit yeah. a, bit of a shame. It's harder to watch, even though like the tactics are so intense. Again,
1: but the, I think the thing not, that but... was with the Go Sports is you didn't really. They did a really good job of capturing it. Like they mm. had the the cable cam through yeah. the middle of the woods and stuff like that. Amazing job. But I don't think it caught the tactics as well as it could have. It didn't show the lanes. It was really confusing to see who was trying to shoot at who. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, it's, it's difficult to know even when you're playing and even when you're there.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's hard but to I understand. Think, you know, when you're watching like a hyperball or something like that, that, oh, like that guy's sat on the cross, which usually means he's just shooting mm. like these three bunkers.
0: It would have been better to like see how like the phases of the game work. And the like the strategy there, because the strategy is so important when you play one point because it's got to work. Yeah. You can't really rely on like brute force and gunfighting. Yeah. So it would have been, I think, hopefully next year they put the cameras on the zipper because the zipper's iconic. It'd be cool if they had like two sets of
1: cameras, maybe one for the woods and mm. one for the for the the zipper. Yeah.
0: Cause we saw the setup and obviously the whole setup of ghost Sports was pretty mega. Had like a couple pallets of cameras and they were setting them up for like on Wednesday. So it took them a while to set them, set all the cameras up. Um it's a hard job, and I think it probably makes me appreciate Go Sports more now. Now I've yeah. see what the behind the scenes looks. And it was really cool to look at like obviously they have like kind of the, the mixer for all the camera angles. So I think they had like it looked like they had like seven camera angles, and you can see obviously when you're standing behind them, you can see how all of that looks. That's insane. Um, which is really cool. Um but yeah, it's a proper thing. PayPal's big over there, can't lie. Not it's shops, mega but, yeah. it's mega
1: and that's the annoying thing is we we trail behind unfortunately
0: yeah I think it's just that like they're better teams and they play against each other more that's that's kind of it Um, yeah. but like well, obviously we've still got we've got our, like our exceptional teams like 15s and stuff they yep. go out there and compete but it's hard for them when they only get to play the Americans once a year at the minute yeah they only to mean, be the best then he's you've got to play them more don't you
1: yeah, exactly. They they need to train against the likes of the pro teams really to start like th- when they went out they played amazingly. Like they played amazing at the last World Cup. And hopefully they can replicate it
0: in this World Cup. Hopefully they make Sunday this year, that'll be mega.
1: if they made Sunday this this freaking light. Um if they make it Sunday this year, it will be insane.
0: Mm. Um you'll be there to watch it. I will be, I'll be jealous. It. So I'll be like, I'll get FOMO next month. So
1: good. Thank you. Thank you. I've had too much FOMO from NXL and ICPL now. So it's your turn. Um, I will hand you over my FOMO. Um, so, but obviously, to stay consistent and playing at that level, they need to train at that level. And the UK teams just just aren't there at the moment. Um
0: so they already travel, they already travel to train, which is which is what they need. So they don't need any of our advice. Um Yeah,
1: exactly. I but, mean what
0: do I know? Yeah, they're all like they're already obviously trying it and doing it. Um yeah. yeah. I'm sure what happened, that's why I'm excited to watch this World Cup, I think. Oh, I I'm gonna wait. I'm not usually that good on watching all the games, but I think this World Cup, I think I'm gonna be glued.
1: You have got us uh, a subscription to GoSports.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm able to watch it. Let's just say that.
1: Right. Okay. Uh,
0: but yeah, no uh, got a subscription.
1: Well, I'll I'll send you my login details if you need. <laughs> <to>. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. Well. Anything else?
0: No. Thanks for letting me ramble on on this one. So the That's, rare, fine, That's fine. rare, rare henry episode <laughs> it's like family guy you know and you watch it and you're like oh fuck it's going to be like a, a Meg episode this episode it's kind of what it was like today
1: well it, it, the, i think the title is going to be henry henry and more henry
0: <laughs> i have the main character um oh, i need to write hopefully i'm not too jet-lagged but i need to write hen's pov later i think i'm, go- yes, I'm gonna do it in a couple, i'm gonna do it in a couple posts Do um, it. do it but yeah
1: Oh now they fucking
0: them. bullshit. So I bought an ID card for Europe, which is fine. I was like, I, hope I can use that in the States, but you've got to buy the insurance. But the insurance comes with an ID card. So now I've got two ID cards, but one of them just lasts a month longer than the other. Right. Yeah. They, they look cool though. I'm gonna I've got a collection now. So I do like the ID cards, but they're expensive. And they never got checked. Didn't get checked once. At least at France, I actually got checked a couple of times. <laughs> didn't have him, but they look cool. That's that's funny, and there's lots of gift cards on the American one, so I think I have to use that.
1: Do it, mate. do it,
0: yeah. Anyway, right? Well, been a pleasure.
1: It's a uh, it's a good, oh, there's freaking light. It's a goodbye <laughs> from me. It's a bye from me. <laughs> we'll see you on the next one, guys.